Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Everything From... Sorry, can I start over? <laughs> no way. And welcome back to Everything From Top to Bottom with Thomas. And Brett. We, have we got through it. We have recorded this so many times as an intro. Okay, 49 seconds worth of times. Like, what is going on with you today? I don't know. I'm just a little jittery. You're in a silly, goofy mood. Silly and goofy. Yeah. Well, tell everybody. We have to dive into this right away. Tell everybody what you did yesterday. I went to SZA, um, and it was pretty awesome. I had a great time. She was so incredible. Um, she played so much off of both albums. Um, the set was awesome. I had a great time. I really, I can't complain. I'm glad. I'm glad you went. I'm glad you had a good time with my tickets. Yeah, and she had a lot of energy. And at the end, she literally came out like after the whole like encore and everything, and she was like. Y'all are my favorite audience that I've ever had. Oh, Thank you so much of for course. being like so energetic. And we were just like, yeah. Love you, SZA. Um, literally losing our minds. The girls next to us were actually losing their minds, like in a really serious way. And oh. it was like a little intense. Um, but it's fine. It is what it is. Did you guys get your seats back? Yeah, we got our seats. So when we first got there, um, there were jackets in our seats, and so we sat in the two seats in front of, like, our normal seats, and, um, yeah, eventually these girls, like, came and were like, these are our seats, so we moved back and just moved everyone's jackets, and then some girls that were taking pictures, like, down in the front row were coming back up, and they were like, oh, these are our jackets, and then they went to their seats. And so all was good in the hood. So, teenagers... Suck. Ugh. Gross. Hate them. Wow. Well, it's a Wednesday we're recording, right? Yes. I keep forgetting what day of the week it is. But yeah, SZA was great. So, um, how, how, what about you? I mean, what, what'd you do yesterday? <laughs> yesterday? What did I do yesterday? Oh, while you guys were at SZA, yeah. Catherine and I went to Hot Pot. Oh, fun. Yeah, we thought we'd have a night of ourselves since you guys were going out for yourselves. A little night, a little boys town. Yeah, definitely. So what'd you get at Hot Pot? We just did all veggies. We couldn't do meat. We were trying to be skinny. Oh. We were trying, trying to be healthy. So we did that. And then we just chilled. We got boba. He says as he comes over to my house with like a 32 piece of fried <laughs> chicken. No. That's for a couple of days. Okay, I got groceries and food. Yeah. Yeah. You need the substance. I get it. For sure. I had some delicious fruit and I just bought other stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, you did have a whole like layout, a whole spread. Yes. I love that. I wanted to eat. I kind of want to talk about your love for hot pot. Where does that stem from? My love for hot pot. Don't you have a love for hot pot? I don't actually have a love for hot pot. It's so... literally bo- they make your own food. You, but that's partially part of my problem. I, when I go to a restaurant... You want it pre-made? I want someone to low-key, like, serve it and, like, ma- yeah, make it's like it for me. It's like your own, your own, choose your own destiny, you know? You're kind of like, I would like this to be in there for a little bit. I want to cook this more. I want to mix this. I want to But the thing that. is, is that sometimes I forget about it. Sometimes my thing drops and then I can't find it in the hot boiling grease. It's not grease. Sometimes it's, it's broth. Grease. It's broth. Okay. Yeah. It's not grease. Okay, but You're still not sometimes it. No, I understand that, but still sometimes you can't find it in the hot broth. You have a spoon, you just fish it out. And you just start ladling that shit yes. all up and down. You know, it's a fun ex- I don't know why you don't like it. Then, you know what? We don't you you can be excluded from hot pop. Well, see, that's the thing is that I don't want to be excluded because <laughs> I say I don't like it. Well, then why? I feel you, like I'm allowed to have my opinions and I should always be invited because I'm I'm enjoyed by the group. You can want to just come and watch. No, I'll still eat. But even when we go, like, I feel like I'm like, oh, I know they love hot pot. So I want to let them have all they want. And I'm just going to like, I don't really know how to do it. You know what I mean? Do you like Korean barbecue? Yeah. Okay. Like, you want to make it yourself? You can go and get the thing and... Wait, okay, maybe I don't like Korean barbecue. Well, you like Korean barbecue already cooked. For sure. I love but you can go, Korean you barbecue. You can go places and, and do the grill the meat yourself. And I just know. If we're cooking, I'd rather stay home. Like, the thing is, is that I'm going to a restaurant to, like, relax in a way. 
Okay. If I want to be stressed out, I'm going to stay home. You know what? Maybe we should, that should be our conversation for the day. How you get stressed out so easily. Okay. Yeah. So what? I get stressed out. But I want to know like, what is stressing you out? It's a physical reaction to things. Like it's like a physical, like not my stomach. And it's hard to say that. I mean, like, okay. So, I mean, we're, we're supposed to be talking about dating and we'll get there. I am currently like seeing someone a little bit and we're talking a lot about these things and I'm trying to be open and honest about him with him and part of what I'm saying is that like I get anxious a lot but he's like I don't really see you anxious a lot but I'm like well I don't even really know if I get anxious a lot if I just am like if if I'm mistaking something for that like if I am like if that's like unfair to even say that I get anxious a lot, if I'm actually just nervous, like then I was trying to like pinpoint times that I was anxious, but then I'm like, Oh shoot. Even this like tirade, I feel like is a little, like it just feels in my like stomach. I know. I wish, I mean, I I can't help you with that. It's your physical reaction. I just want to understand what I can do in situations. I kind of just want to sit back and let you just, just embrace it. Yeah. I think for the most part, that's the best thing to do. It stems from my mother, who is the same way. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of learned traits. Well, I want you to unlearn them. <laughs> I mean, I would love to unlearn them. I think that's like the the like the worst part. I think, you know, I mean, I've watched my mom's like anxiety not be great for her. Yeah. And I don't want to experience that. And I like try very actively to make improvements to my life and try not to live out the same way that like my parents necessarily did but I am you know it's like weird because then all of a sudden you like see yourself like still doing little things yeah like my stepfather like says all the time like he'll be like oh your mother does that or like something like that and at one point he was literally like we gotta make sure you're like not learning all these bad traits or anything Mm -hmm. like that and I'm like oh boy oh gosh I mean, sometimes I feel like I have to, like, tiptoe a little bit because I want to be understanding, but I'm not a very understanding person sometimes, so I have to somehow watch what I say to you before I pop off. I don't want to pop off, so I try to keep quiet and so that you can process on your own. Versus versus saying something and then that making making you even more anxious. What would make you pop off though? Like what's making you pop off? The fact the fact when you get anxious or you get nervous is you've completely lost all perspective. What do you mean? Of situations. Okay. Like I I think when you get anxious you focus in so much and like only focus on yourself. And block out everything else in the world. Okay. And then it's kind of like... Acknowledge that, like... There might be other people that might have anxiety, too. Or that might be experiencing something different. Like, for example, like... If you were at Pickleball or something. Or if you were at an event. And, like... You were feeling so good and happy. Right? But then there's other people that might feel anxious or nervous. Like, you would acknowledge that, oh, there is another person in here that's anxious and nervous, too. Yeah. You know? I agree. Um, but, like, I don't know. I think, I think, I, I'm not saying you're doing anything bad. I'm just saying that, like, I think when you get anxious, you, like, go in and absorb everything that is you're feeling internally, and you just shut yourself off from what's happening around you and acknowledging, like, I'm okay. Like, these are okay things that are happening around me. Like, I can handle this. Right. I feel like you, instead of being like, I can handle this, I can take on this, you shut down and say, like, I need to go in my shell and just go away for five minutes. And maybe that's something that you have to do, and that's fine. I'm just, that's just not my way. And so, for me, it's like, I don't know how to respond to that or how to give you any type of... um guidance because that's what I want to do I want to help you out of it right but you don't want help you don't want to work through it you just want to embrace it and then wait for the storm to pass part of me feels like we're talking about different 
like we're getting into like deep like farther territory no we're still not talking about your anxiety i mean when you get anxious right like if you were at a club like or we could literally use the situation right now where it's like things weren't going like we were trying to set up for the podcast and we were having issues with the light we're having issues with positioning right you know but we're going to work through it and we're going to do it a hundred percent. And your reaction is I'm so flustered. I need to go away. No, no, no. no. Okay. My reaction. See you. I think you're having a little bit of a misinterpretation of events here. Okay. What happened then? We were setting up and things were happening. And I literally just said, Oh, that's like, I'm so frustrated. Like I just like had an exclamation. Like I just said something and you all of a sudden turned around and was like, what do you mean? Like, what's so frustrating? I'm like, well, what do you mean what's so frustrating? Like, there's a bunch of things, like, going wrong. Like, I can proclaim that it's a little frustrating. Like, I, I felt like that. And then I was just like, it, it felt like a weird moment. And so I was like, I, I don't want you to think that I'm, like, mad at you. I, I obviously am, like, too a little, like, just a little too overwhelmed with, like, you. And you don't seem to, like, want to work, like, not you don't want to work with me, but you didn't seem to be responding well to me being a little flustered. So I said, right. okay, well then I, I need to remove myself because I don't want him to get upset with me and I don't want anything bad to happen. So let, let me, let me just take five seconds. Okay. I mean that like, if that is, was a literal, what like in my head just happened and to be honest, that's what happens in a lot of instances. Like when I do take my time away, I feel like you think that like I'm just dealing with the pain and like like that's not and, and just moving on with my life. Like I am physically and emotionally dealing with it like yeah. every minutes and seconds. Like while you're like thinking of it too, like I'm also thinking about it and I am dealing with it in my own way, but I'm still dealing with it. I know. I I wish I could be there to support you with it. I feel but like I, I'm like such a a problem sometimes that like it's not I'm not a beneficial resource for you. I just wish sometimes you wouldn't take on my pain and suffering so much. I, but I feel like I cause it. Like I feel like I made you stressed out here. But that was that's and that's what I was trying to explain was that like you, this has nothing to do with you. You're a human being, and I'm actually very happy that I'm doing this with you and that we're doing this. I am quite simply frustrated by just like all the chain of events because it feels like all the like when I move out the the, the nightstand, my picture falls, and it's not something that just happens now. It happens every time. Trying to set this thing up alone when we were doing my, our podcast alone by it, ourselves, it doesn't happen I every was time. Punching things, yeah, because most of the time we're at your house and we. Do you have an easier setup at your home right so it, we're just working through kinks here like 100 like in my head these things aren't frustrating like yeah it'd be nice if we could just set up and go but it's obvious we haven't done this before this is a new position so we're trying to figure it out and so then when you're like i'm so frustrated i'm like what are you frustrated about because it didn't instantly happen i, I mean like that's why i'm like okay how do i get him because like when you say you're frustrated to me that means that like you're gonna get angry or but like you want to like stop like i don't see you being like i'm frustrated but but we're gonna figure this out like it feels like you're frustrated and you want to stop and so i'm like what why are you frustrated and wanting to stop i feel like there was one time when we were recording this podcast that i got frustrated and wanted to stop and we did stop and i kind of feel like now that's giving you like a PTSD almost which is my fault no it's not the podcast I mean I would say like in general I think it and maybe it's not you maybe it's just my reaction to things but it's like I think sometimes you do get frustrated and you just want to stop or change course because you get frustrated yeah you know I can see that I can accept that and I don't but I don't want you to stop like that's the thing I want you to keep going I want you to like to move past it so like Granted, in this situation, maybe you meant frustrated as like you were just outwardly speaking your emotions and thoughts. But when I'm like, when you're like, I'm frustrated, my, I guess my default was, oh, he wants to stop. 
And then you're like, I've had, you know, I've had a busy day. I had to work out. I'm tired. I have to do this. Like, I want to relax. And I'm like, does he want to not do this? Like, I'm confused. Like, what you're, what you want to do. And I want to ask you questions, but I feel like if I pry in and ask you questions, then that's going to make you even more flustered or like make you start to overthink and go into overdrive. And so I'm like, let him don't talk. Yeah, I mean, I think these are assuming a lot of reactions of mine. They are. Which I do to you as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want me to be more vocal and say, like, like, like I do. I'm like, well, well, what what can I do? Like, I don't want you to be flustered or nervous or anxious or, like, you know. And I don't want to be the cause of it, too. I know. But I I don't want to infer things either. But I feel like I need to infer when I'm around you because I don't always know what you're thinking. But that, like, out of anyone you know that, like, my head is going, I'm always thinking about what I'm feeling and stuff like that. So if you're curious about what I'm feeling, let me, just ask me how I'm feeling. And I want you, like, when you ask me how I'm feeling, I want you to be able to not necessarily have these pre-recorded judgments or, like, thoughts of how I'm going to respond. Okay. Because if you ask me how I'm feeling, like, I'm going to tell you, like, well, I actually like this is like what's going on. Like I'm down to sit down and talk about how I'm feeling. You know that. I guess, but I guess in the moment I'm kind of when, like when you get flustered, I don't I don't want to I don't want to add I don't want to add on to your moment of anxiety or stress. So, I guess I and I'm like, "Well, what can I do?" And you're like, "I just But some know. sometimes yeah, sorry, I didn't no, mean to interrupt. No, that's you. all I said. I just sometimes it's not like what can I do? Like I don't need you to solve my problems or make my anxiety magically go away right. or fix it. But like sometimes just I just do like would love like just a supportive voice to like sit there and like and just ask like okay, like I feel like when you turned around you were like what's fr-? like what's frustrating? Like what are you frustrated about? And I was like, "What do you mean what am I frustrated about?" Like there are a bunch of things that just happened. Like, I get it wasn't, like, the end of the world. I do know that. But, like, I thought I was just in my room with my best friend, like, setting up for our podcast. Like, and a bunch of things were going wrong. I thought I could say, like, I was frustrated. Especially, like, after both of our long days of work and, like, you driving all the way into the city. Like, I kind of thought maybe you'd understand a little bit. I thought you might be getting frustrated, too. Well, like, it was a frustrating situation, was it not? I mean, I'm not going to... I don't get frustrated with some of these, some of these things. Like, right. I... And maybe I maybe this is something that you get frustrated with, and there are other things that I get frustrated with that you don't get frustrated with. Definitely. Um, I guess I just was. For example, seeing a certain person. That's true. No, that's true. And I didn't necessarily understand, but I accepted that it happened. And do you? Do you? Did I not give you hugs? You did. Yeah. But I told you that like it's all gonna be okay. I'm here for you. (laughs) So jeez, I guess I don't know. Uh, but I can't believe we're even talking about this anyway. I mean, obviously, this podcast is fully taking a new direction. It is. Do we even want to talk about our topic today, or do you want to talk about? I mean, I mean, look, I get just as anxious in dating, like as anything. So if we want to go into like anxieties about dating and stuff like that, oh, what a do you great... have any questions about that? I guess I did have a follow up. This is such a hodgepodge. Should episode. we literally just like stop and just like say? Hey, okay, wait. So this is what I'm like. Our episode was supposed to be dating. But we the, had some technical tiff. and emotional difficulties. I feel like that's <laughs> all we have recently, though. I think that's what's, that's what's like annoying. I know. I don't want that to be a thing. I don't I, want this podcast to come between us. I feel like every time we talk about things, it's always like, oh, I'm causing you to feel this way. Oh, I'm causing you to feel this way. It's like, why can't we just exist? We do exist. I know, but we don't exist together. So yeah, we do sometimes. I know. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. Like we went pickleball. It was fun. It's like that was so fun. So fun. We didn't even talk about pickleball. No, we didn't talk about pickleball. Y'all, y'all want to know what we did this week? We played pickleball, but we had a great time. I had a great. We won one game. We won. Brett and I are literally by MVPs. I was like MVPs, and we had never played before in our entire lives, and we won the game. That's pretty good. Um, I mean, we obviously need to be setting aside more time together other than this podcast. Well, for sure. Um, Which we do. Like, we have pickleball, pickleball right? Yeah. We have a lot of events that we're booking. I guess, I don't know. I guess, I'm, I mean, I'm in a weird place right now where you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing. 
Sure. I mean, with I'm, like people, not just you personally, but just like, what am I doing with my friends? What am I doing with family? What am I doing with work? Like, I feel like I'm in another crossroads again where it's like juggling all the balls and I don't know if I'm managing them right. And I'm kind of, and because I'm such an anxious person, I want to check in and be like, am I doing this okay? Am, am I being a good friend? Am I like, I don't want people to build up resentment towards me. That's why like, I'm always so vocal with you. But then it's like, I don't know. I know I'm slouching big time. But that's where I'm like, who cares? Like, you're right. I don't want you to care. Don't care about the podcast. Like, don't care. You're right. No, I know. That was like lame of me to even say that just now. No, I want, I mean, you care. Like, you should care about it. But I don't know, I guess because I don't care as much that like, I just want you to be, I just want you to have fun. I, I don't know. know. You're right. I don't want you to be. I like. I don't want you to be frustrated. Like I don't want. I want. I want you to come into this every time, even if I'm not. <laughs> As just like, we just sit down and just talk. I mean, hey, that is. This is the most we've like actually just talked. I feel like. Yeah. So we're talking. No, and I, I'm glad we are. I'm glad we are too. Because I don't. I don't want you to think of this as a performance, or that like we're have like. That's why like. I mean, granted, I do know that the audio, that my voice, like all these things, like I don't want to think about any of those things. I totally hear what you're saying and I acknowledge that I'm extremely insecure about it and that I do dismiss you every time you mention it. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Like, God damn it. Okay. But it's like, I don't want to hear that when I'm trying to talk to you. Like, yeah, the mic. All right. But like, I don't care if someone listens to this and they're like, oh, your audio is bad. If if 50 percent say it's good, that's good enough for me. You're right. I think our problem is that like we're, we're out, there's a little bit of uh, of it's it's too crossy crossy. We need to like set time aside for podcasts. Like I almost feel like I need to have a notes app where I like write things down and we write things down and then we like set aside like yes. 30 minutes of a phone call just to talk about like what we want to talk about with the podcast and that's it. And then the rest of the time we don't talk about it unless we're doing it. Obviously. Well, see, that's another thing I was like, when I say I'm going to pop off, like I don't mean the things I want to say, but they're all true. Like when you're telling me about your day, and how you're like you were stressed today and then you had to work out and then you had to make dinner. I wanted to be like, okay, well, I changed my plans today to come into the city so we rec- could record because I wanted to record. So I wanted like I wanted to spit that back at you. And why so why didn't you? Cuz it's mean. But it's not mean, it Brett. It is mean. It's not, Brett. I'm... Brett, you and I are best friends. I told you to why, why wait you could have said that and that just does put things in perspective like you're right okay then it makes sense like i shouldn't have been so like bratty i'm sorry like but it but i don't i am sorry I i'm sorry no. i shouldn't have i sh- I, I, I i the way i was <laughs> acting was a little bratty i don't want to we- that shouldn't have been a weapon like i don't i'm i would have used it as a weapon but it's not a weapon because i i made a decision i could have said no to you I made a decision to change my plans because I wanted to record the podcast. For sure. And that's that. Like, I should not hold any resentment, which I didn't. I didn't hold any resentment. But when you were explaining yourself, I was like... I didn't hold any resentment. I promise. No, I didn't have any resentment because I was like, I made a decision to come in the city. Like, I'm not... it's, It's unfair. Like, if I came into the apartment and I was just like, I'm here. Like, what good is that? Like, I obviously want... I want to see you. Like, I want to talk to you. Totally. You know? Like, and that's another thing, too, is that, like, when I see you and I want to talk to you, like, I don't, I want to us, I, you know? I, like, I want to giggle and laugh and have fun. Um, and so sometimes it's kind of like, you know, my mood can be turned off a little bit. Like, it takes a while to turn it back on sometimes. And I don't know. It's like, I guess, well, you know me. I like to have a plan, an expectation, and knowing what's going to happen, you know? And, like, sometimes when that doesn't come, I have to, like, sit back and be like, okay, like, work through it and process through it, just like you have to. No, totally. You know? I get that. We just have different ways of processing, which is why I totally understand when you need a moment. Like, I'm not saying that, like, being a moment is, like, weak or, like, uh, stupid. Like, I want to give you your time and your moment. I just, I don't always know how to act when you have a moment and you want it. 
I've never known. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think the the thing is, is that like you do think of it a little bit as much of like, like, yeah. I mean, in essence, my mother does the same thing. Like when you talk about your mom and her actions, your mom's actions are very similar to what I see in my mom. Like when she would like, for example, I can give you a prime example. Went to Nashville. I got pop sockets, right? Mm -hmm. Asked, do you want a pop socket? She loves pop sockets. She loves them. Okay. She's like, yeah, just bring me back. I'll pick one. Great. I come back. I put them all on the table. She's overwhelmed. She goes, I don't want one. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want one? Like, I'll take yours off. She goes, okay, fine. So we go to take off her pop socket that's on her phone. You need floss. I go, oh, we have to get floss. I don't want to do anymore. No, we just need floss. No, I don't want it. No, that's literally me. No, like, I am your mother. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, I want to. That's a lot. Like, who wants to get fucking floss to take off your pop socket? But I'm like, it's just another step in the process. Like, we can put the pop socket on. You just need floss for it. But she completely shuts down. I've brought these pop sockets. Like, what do I do with them now? Like, you don't want it? Like, you're right. And I'm kind of just sitting there to myself going, I don't know what to do. And she's moved on. Like, she's uh, whatever. F the pop socket. Like, Fuck the pop socket. And I'm th- We're sit- never getting sponsored by them. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, and but like, that's not, that's just like one case. That's literally every grocery store experience. Like, it's every micro experience in life where like something will happen and it will trigger it to where it completely doesn't require any more energy or attention. But I'm still focused on it. I'm like a, what is it? Um, you know, jaws, but uh, you know, whatever you buy. I, I'm like a, a shark, a bear or whatever, like a, a, a dog with a bone. Like I don't get, where up. did you get from that? From jaws? I, don't know. I was thinking of a bear and it has teeth and they thought of a shark, <laughs> <laughs> but I think of like the dog with a bone, like I'm not going to let go until I get what I need. Like that's, right. what, that's why like with setting up the podcast, like I don't care if the computer goes on fire, like we're going to figure out how to get this done. And I think, the reason this all ties back, I think, because I was thinking, this is one of my questions, <laughs> is that's why I think dating for us is so different. For sure. Because. Why? I will sink my teeth into anybody that gives me attention. Right. Anybody. Even someone on the internet. Anyone that comments something nice, I want to talk to them. Like, I want to know who they are, where they're from. Do they want a nude? Like, I will send it to them. What do they want? Like, I will latch on to anything complimentary or nice. I, everybody who I've ever hooked up with, I still talk to. Like, talk about not letting go. Yeah, but see, like, okay. And not even just, like, talk to you sporadically. I Snapchat them daily. I message them still. I still talk to them. So, but I thought we had gotten to the, I thought we had assumed that that was, like, a craving of, like, male validation. It is, but I think it's also a component of, like, approach to dating where I think, whereas because you know yourself that like something minor or major could trigger you, you are very um, trepid in the water. You tap lightly and once you get a fish, you latch on to that fish. Right. But you won't let that fish go. I mean, sometimes I'll let the fish go. I don't think so. I, I mean, I guess I can see no, 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 your, no, no. your point. Can I finish this one statement and yes. you can respond? You said on the podcast, it took you, you were dating, quote unquote, dating this boy for four months and you had met, talked or been hanging out for four months prior. Right. Correct. Then you broke up as what can happen in a relationship. It took you a year, a year to get over him. This feels a little judgmental coming from someone who's never been in a relationship. No, no, I'm not judgmental. I'm saying for you as an approach, I'm, it's got, I'm, I'm like gobsmack and it gives me why, gives me reason as to why I don't want to be in a relationship or why I'm afraid to enter one is because you spent, what is that? Eight months, a short stint of your life to live in agony for a year. No, 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 no. It took you a year to get over this boy. It did take me a year to get over this boy. But, like, getting over this boy 
projected me into so many places without dating this boy I okay like that's the thing is that like in that relationship that I had for four months I got to understand a person and there was something that he all of a sudden reminded me of in myself that I had forgotten there was this part of me that like I had lost going to school going to college and moving away from like my arts high school and everything like that Mm -hmm. there was and being a business major there was a sense of me that I had forgotten and so that is something that he made me realize and then yes we did break up I was envious very much of his life for a while and the what he had going on and everything like that and so in a way it kind of projected me a little bit to like want to strive a little bit harder and do some things it also was like made me realize at the time that I didn't want to move back to my hometown because that wasn't the thing that like I wanted to do and so it brought me to Boston which like yes I was still then getting over it but I was going on these dates and I was meeting these new people and I was finding friends like I what I like there was a lot of agony, sure, but there was also a lot of really good times on top of that. And I would also say while that year of there was a year of agony, it was also the best year of my life because it was the year that like fully changed everything. I learned so much. I fully grew up. Well, that's why we have the follow up. I mean, and then like there's like that led me to like finding the next person and like then all of a sudden that in a way led me to finding you and then like you in the way let me find to like find like other people and throughout those other people we started going out more and then going out more eventually like my instagram landed on the page of someone else and then that person ended up talking to me and then like i had another like brief relationship and then i got out of that and it projected me into going into my next one and my life started to like it, it, things started to, I started to learn about connecting with people and moving forward and recovery time changes after everything the first one I think and everyone can probably agree with this hurts the most um, because you're you're learning a lot about what all these feelings are okay it's a lot of feelings to process it is, and that's but why... But they're beautiful, and processing those feelings can lead you into so many incredible places. But, see, I feel like that my alternative is that, like, I don't think I've had that experience with people like that. What experience with people These, like, like overpowering emotions. I mean, I've had friendships end. So I guess you could count those as relationships. I mean, all the feelings that I felt when I was in my first relationship, I had never felt before. Okay. I mean, I guess with, like, I don't know. There's feelings of, like, closeness, like, feelings of trust, feelings of, like, excitement that, like, I I didn't realize, like, that I'd forgotten almost, I thought. I mean, maybe I had felt them before, like, but... I think that's also for me a fear is to give someone that much power over your emotions. But I think that's being vulnerable. I don't know if that's vulnerability. To me. Because what. So what do you mean giving them power? Like giving them power over how you feel. But I think the only way to give them power over how you feel is by giving them basically all your emotions, letting them in to your life making them almost as part of your deepest feelings, your deepest sense of self. You know what I mean? And so I think when you're in these relationships, you're doing that more and more and doing that little by little. And I'm someone that like takes forever to, I'm, I'm, it's going to, I'm never going to let you in. But then I feel like when I do, I let you in. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Would you feel that way? I guess. I feel like you've always been pretty open with me anyway. Yeah. I feel like I trusted you and knew, and so I've always just been open with you. Well, I also have no boundaries. Totally. So I tell anybody anything they want to know. Yeah, I guess I did contradict myself a little bit there, but... I think that also adds to the... I mean, it adds to my anxiety to, one, give people these the power over your emotions, and to invest this time in somebody... Like, that's why I also don't understand the difference between a friendship and a relationship, because to me, the only difference truly is, like... The sexual piece of it because I give 
I try to give 120% to every friendship. Like, I treat them as yeah. relationships. Like, I want to talk to them every day. I want to text them every day. I want to know what's going on with their day. I want to know how they're interacting. And I might not do that all. I think that's, like, a problem of mine is that, like, I try to give that much energy to every single person. And I can't always give that to them. And so then it's like, how is that different than dating? Like, I think that's what I, ex I expect that in return when I go into dating. Like, I expect somebody to want to talk to me all the time and want to hear from me and want to know about my day and want to know how things are going and learn about me. Whereas I feel like we're going on dates and, you know, hanging out with guys and doing these things. That's not true. Like, they, there's never really that much follow up. I mean, like, I think for me, dating somebody would mean they would care about me more than I care about them. But then I get concerned. No, I don't about, think that's it. About codependency. Like, I think that would be my first relationship is someone I'm codependent on. But see, like, you know, I understand where those fears come from. I get those. Um... But I think this is something that also like happens when you have your first relationship is that like all these fears start to be broken because I feel like I used to have a lot of similar fears. I relate to you a lot in like I didn't really I, I feel like I didn't see the point. Like I, I was like, what the what is the point? Like that's why I didn't. I mean, to me, it felt like I was doing it like I was going a while not really dating until like my senior year of college. And, but you were asked to go on a date. This person that asked you, did you, did they want to be your boyfriend or did you ask to be theirs? I asked to be theirs. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were in bed and I had driven eight hours to go see them. And I said, yeah, do you want to be my boyfriend? Wow. I honestly wouldn't expect that. Just because you're the type of person that is asked on dates. Yeah. I don't consider you to be I mean a le like a leading that relationship. The person that I'm seeing now, I asked on a date. Oh, you did? Yeah. I thought it was like just a mutual. You guys just were like, we should just go out. No, 100%. Like there was we he like wasn't on Instagram a lot and didn't respond to me for a while and so I was like okay well this is kind of like last straw like there's been a few times where we haven't responded to each other because a couple of days so I was just like look hey like if you want to get dinner just let me know yeah um and he was like I do I'm never on here I'm sorry yes please let's get dinner text me um nice yeah I think so I feel like I was saying that like I get asked on dates I wasn't really asked on dates there was like one date in my senior year of high school that I was asked on um, it was like a date on sushi and then this boy like yeah asked me a couple more times to go on a date because he wanted to have sex with me but I didn't necessarily feel really comfortable with him I didn't really like him that much like I didn't want to play with his emotions and stuff like that so I always said no um, I didn't really have boys ask me I mean like I guess occasionally if I download a grinder or like a dating app someone might ask me but I didn't have boys asking me. It's not like boys just flocked over me. It wasn't honestly until I became friends with you and you're the one that's pointing out how much boys do flock to me sometimes. They do. That like I I can recognize it and say that. I would have never said that like prior to being friends with you. But it's not just me. I mean anybody who has eyes. I mean people that even follow us have said that. Like when I was talking to people about the podcast and they were listening they were like well of course Thomas gets asked on dates. Well I will say that's I, I, I wanted to bring that up is that when we were kind of talking about like what we kind of look in craving relationships. Like I don't crave validation because like, yes, honestly, like I have been told a lot of the times that like, you're so cute. Like I, yeah. I've been told that all the time. Like I've, so I've been told since I was a young kid that I, I know that I've got a like good face and sometimes I might be insecure about that face, but like, I've always known that, like, okay, at least I do know that I have a good face. Like, I know that in the mm -hmm. end of the day that it's not the worst thing. So what I crave more is that emotional connection. Yeah. That can, the, the, the emotional, like, connecting with someone and having, you know, almost that type of validation, an emotional validation. Yeah. And 
so it's you know it's just it's a different type of something that we crave and i think that's also another reason why we attack relationships differently is that why like what so like why date like is it to date is in order to get that validation i don't date a lot no but but in theory right like we're talking about right. dating oh, okay like if you if you want to date someone or you want to go on dates like are you going on dates and looking for that validation it's i don't even think it's a valid like i to me an emotional validation there's like it's something internally almost in me Mm -hmm. and there's certain people where i feel like our conversations and everything emotionally validate me and i will say that like part of it is like them being attractive emotionally validates me mm-hmm. like their attractiveness kind of emotion emotionally validates me in a way mm-hmm. but there's just certain people that all of a sudden it happens with and so i don't know if i'm just like such a great people that everyone that i emotionally like all of a sudden feel this with like wants to continue on or if but it doesn't because i guess i don't know but i, I don't know like i just that's what i crave and that's what i look for and it's like it's a feeling it's just all of a sudden like i get that vibe I, it's like I it just clicks like every single person that you would probably know of in a way like in the past couple of years that's how it's happened it's just that like all of a sudden it like I'm talking to this person or something like even on our first date and it just as feels right I'm like okay I something about you makes me trust you something about you makes me interested in you makes me want you to learn a little bit more about me and you know and that doesn't happen at all for a lot of people I think for me, dating is something that is such an enigma, and there are no answers. Definitely. And there are no, like, there is no direction. (laughs) And so for me, it really makes me nauseous, because I spend so much time trying to figure out what am I doing, what am I looking for, what kind of person I should be going after, why am I even doing this? Like, I think to myself often, I'm looking to date because I want someone to love me. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's all we want. I think it is for I myself. So. I'm craving love. I don't. I'm craving somebody to give me an ounce of love. And it's like insane how much I spend trying to pull that from little interactions with people. I think there is a base layer of love that people can give. And that is like, there's this great analogy where like people have as much love as they can give. Right. So like, let's say you're, you're, you have a cup, right? Just like a cup. I got my cup. Okay. And I want to put some water in that. Okay. Okay. You have a cup of water. I, I have a gallon jug up my ass. Okay. A gallon. Why is it up your ass? Well, that just is a great place to put it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I have a gallon jug. You only have a cup. Right. You will never, no matter how you can just put it in, you'll never you'll never get that jug filled up. You would have to fill that cup up over and over and over again in order to fill up my love tank. Mm, okay, I'm understanding what you're, where okay. you're going with that. And, but, like, but that's no fault to you. You only have a cup. Right, it's all I have. It's all you have. What can I do with just this little cup? Exactly. I, mean, I can try my hardest to fill it up, but I'm going to eventually get exhausted. And I'm somebody that needs the gallon. Right, and you need constant filling up and like attention, <laughs> whereas sometimes I need to just take a break. And but it, but that doesn't always... filling up it, your fucking uh, tank takes so uh, much. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's it. Like That's the whole situation, is that like when I go into dating or when I go into a friendship... I am going to be balls to the walls. I am going to give 110%. I'm going to give financially. I'm going to give spiritually. I'm going to give emotionally. You want time? I will cancel things out of my day to make things work. And people always tell me all the time, oh, you, you give too much of yourself to people. You need to start giving stuff for yourself. And I think that's another piece of like dating that I'm kind of thinking to myself going, oh, I, I it's like, in one lens, I crave someone to care about me, but in the same vein, I have to over care about them as well. Ugh. This is so exhausting. I don't think it's exhausting. I think it's frustrating. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted too. All right, should we talk about what our hot and the ugly is? <laughs> 
Do we need a part three, part four? No, I love Hot and the Ugly. Okay, my hot. Okay, wait. Ba 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 ba. Hot and the Ugly. <laughs> I can't wait. Intro segment. I can't to wait. The hot and Ugly. Oh, All right. Who are we gonna start with? You wanna start with me? I mean, I have my hot of the week. Oh, wait, I have a couple hots of the week. Okay. But we already talked about one of the hots of the week, which is SZA, so I'm going to exclude her from Okay. That. She's excluded. All right. Okay. What's your, what is it? Oh, I thought we were going to start with you. All right, we'll start with me. <laughs> I mean, I have to say pickleball. I was going to say the same thing! Oh. Okay, but I also should say I also blacked out Saturday. and but I had a How a, is that your hot? Because I had so much fun. I would think that's your ugly. Can I just tell girl. you? I heard you fell down. I you heard from my mouth yeah. <laughs> I fell down okay I literally I like even, yeah. we, we had a whole episode around how I hate going out uh huh I had so much fun so two much. weeks in a row I know I am like addicted to it I going out to party no it's so perfect because these people that I have gone out with we you know what we did before we just sat on the couch and drank margaritas right and you mentioned that last pod well we did the same thing again <laughs> and we watched like compilation videos of like just like stupid stuff online like Trisha Paytas and like right. all that dumb stuff and we're all just laughing and then we're like should we go and we're like we're going and then we get there and the music was so so good so good so hot Saturdays oh that my blend God. slut pop they had slut, slut pop. pop they had Kim Burr. Charlie did yeah. Charlie come on oh yeah she was there oh yeah oh she wow. sang she flew in from Sydney from Sydney, World Pride. World Pride. Did you know World Pride is at DC next year? Are we going? Book your ticket. Oh, how book much? your fucking ticket. How much is that? I don't give up. What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I figured World Pride was free for the gays. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I gave mine. What's yours? My hot was fucking pickleball. Oh, uh, we had such that a fun shit time. was so much fun. Woo! We literally had so much fun. We were like a hot pink team that put me in such a good mood that morning. I'm excited. We were like diving. Brett and I were so good. We literally won a game. I hurt my knee. Oh, Brett did hurt his knee. Um, no, but I can still play. I just have to have it bandaged. Amen. Okay. Um, That's okay. going to be so fun. So our ugly for the week then? Yeah, you start this time. Um, or you started with the hot, so I still start with ugly. I mean, ugly has just been everything I initiated in the first beginning, which is like, I feel like I need to figure things out, and yeah. I have not been able to figure things out. I don't understand how to manage dating. I don't understand how to manage my social life. I don't understand how to manage work and family and also trying to grow and also trying to do things that I want to do. Totally. But also, actually, take that all aside and just put that in a little bubble. Overall, time management. I have yeah. not been able to figure out time management because what happens is, is people invite me to do things. And because growing up, I never went to things. I feel that like it's almost this um, scarcity mentality, which is like these things are going to go away and I'll never have to have them again. And so you just got to do them all. I literally do them all. Like yeah, FOMO. Monday I did something. Tuesday I did something. Wednesday I did something. Thursday I, I did it. something. Friday I did something. Like I did something every day last week. Saturday, full day, pickleball, all the way to blacking out. Right. And Sunday at, at 8 o'clock at night, I'm going to a escape room. Right. So then, but like... So two years ago, you were complaining oh. about not having anything. To do True. About. So, where's the balance? Where's the balance? You no, know, everything is frustrating. Totally. Like that's my mentality. Everything is a F. F. Everything is an F. Everything is an F. Like parking. Anytime you want to go something, planning. Are you kidding me? It's the worst. The T. It's literally the worst. Don't even get me started on the fucking public transportation. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And that's your ugly of the week. I transition for you. Literally. Fuck public transportation. I know that probably sounds so shitty to me and some people have to take it literally every day and they have no other option. But like that is the most frustrating system. I just think it's hilarious because you literally have the easiest line in Massachusetts and all you have to do is just get on the train. No. And then you have to transfer from the E to the B. No one. Yes, you do. Don't argue with me. I just did it last night. But did you? And it took me a but, while. But did it tell you to transition? Did it say no, that? no one told me to transition. It also you, did you kept saying Heath, Heath over and over again. No, that's the opposite direction. I know it's the opposite direction, but I didn't know like 
I was like, okay, so all these E trains are coming. When is the B train going to come and pick me up? No, the B train doesn't come and pick you up. It's only the E train that's coming to pick you up. No one told me that. No one said it's only the E train. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Ugly of the week. What an episode. What an episode. We got on my bed and I feel like it was the most like vulnerable we've gotten on here. I would say so. I hope people enjoy it. I think people are going to really learn about us and our reviews are really going to flow in. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I hope. I guess I don't really care. I got to stop caring about this podcast so much and remember what it's about. It's about which I, is this. Which is this. Yes. I mean, like these type of conversations, they're important. I don't get to have this type of conversation with other friends. Without the friends, if we get annoyed with each other, we do go home and forget about it and then come back, you know? That's not me. And you and I, we talk about things and we're, we're actively, like... And I think this is what I hope people can learn. I hope people can, like, listen to our conversation and, like, be like, oh, okay, like, at least have maybe confidence to talk to their friends about some of these things. Sure. Or to open up more and feel like it's not that big of a deal to maybe just us telling, like, each other not to, like predict what we're going to say is going to just remind them the same thing. I don't know. I don't know either. But I think these are important. And I love you. I love you too. Oh, you like never say that. Because it feels forced after you say it. Because it's like, you're like, I love you. And I'm like, I love you too. But then it's like, I'm just like a little cat and mouse. Like, boo, I love you too. All right. Wrap us up. Well, that was the end of our podcast, everyone. I hope you enjoyed. If you didn't, sucks for you. Um, I can't believe you got all the way here. Um, so anyway, if you did enjoy it, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at top to bottom pod and make sure to like us and review us, rate us five stars. Give us a little commentary on what you thought on Spotify or Apple podcasts or really wherever you listen to your podcast. I mean, I think this is on all platforms, but who knows? Who really knows? All right, y'all. We love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.